Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. When was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than Copper Top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah. An upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. Welcome to another edition of Wrestling Sheet Radio. I'm your host, ProWrestlingSheet.com, Editor-in-Chief Ryan Sadden. Here with my co-host, Jamie Iovine. With the news. <laughs> Jamie loves when we're on this fancy yeah, set. I really do. You feel like you're I'm way more official. Per- I'm a different person on the show. Yeah, you are. When you're in here, you feel like you're a news reporter a little yeah. bit. Yeah. It, it, you can't help it. For those of you who are uh, listening via podcast, we're, we're in the same set where we record uh, the Ross Backdown recaps with uh, me and me and John Roca. I mean it's 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 the ECW mentality accentuate the positives and hide the negatives okay. and and I don't, I'm not knocking this space whatsoever. I love Collider, but uh, the other podcast room is very cramped, as you know. Yes. It, it, well, there's supposed to be two different vibes. Yes. It's supposed to be cramped. Oh. Like this is <laughs> the like news set so, like, okay. this is where the main shows are. And the are. other one's, like, you're just chilling with your boy. Chilling with your boy, having a conversation. Exactly. Yeah. That's what it's supposed to feel like. But as you know, there's, we have two more co-hosts, and there are a lot of boys. <laughs> they 
are a lot of boy when we get in there, and it gets it gets hot. It gets hot in there. So no, I I, I totally understand. I. I also prefer this set. It looks fancier. It look it makes us look cooler. I wish we had a weather thing like I could draw on it. Like we have like oh like in football replays. And then this is where he should have leapfrogged instead of Hurricane Ronald. I've actually been. I'm sure that it is possible for me to do something like that. Um, do you think we'll get like like an, a post game analysis like that like on the Fox shows now? I, that would be cool. Like with those yellow markers that they do in football. <laughs> you just get Fernay Young pointing at things yeah. on, the, on the big wall. His uh, foot is here, but it should have been here. <laughs> that would be awesome. I would love if they had a whole giant wall like that where they're pointing things how much, out. So how much time? How much programming time are they getting total? Who say, explain that a little better? What do you mean? Like I know W. I know Fox is going to get SmackDown. Okay, and yes. they also get the other show, the studio show. So how many hours total? I mean, is there any other to show that they have? As of now, no, I don't think so. Okay. Right now, it's just going to be Fox Broadcast Network for SmackDown. Yes, the two-hour show uh, on Friday nights, and then. Uh, whatever night they decide for the Fox Studio show, I'm assuming it'll be an hour long show. That's my guess. So okay. three yeah. hours right now. Okay, but I'm I would imagine that this is to start. That I I would guess that more stuff will. It's a, it's a it's a they're dipping their toes in first, and then they're gonna start adding stuff and specials and stuff like that. I would imagine. Interesting times. More at eleven. <laughs> uh, no, I was already thinking about that, man. October's gonna be so cool. Like, not only wrestling, but there's also so many other cool things coming out, too, like movies and... Uh, yeah. I mean, we got uh, we got the Joker coming out. We got... Um, El Camino coming out, the yes. Breaking Bad movie. And then we got... Um, there's one no. other cool thing I saw coming out in October. Also Halloween? Halloween's a thing, yeah. Halloween is a thing, yes. Um, Do I you know what you're dressing up as this year? Uh, no. This I know it's something you stress a, at. I know, but this is the first time in a while where I don't have a real concise... I have an idea... Um, it's one I've always wanted to do, but I've never been able to manifest. Blade? <laughs> <laughs> no. You can do uh, it, Jamie. I'm telling you. It's okay. Blade will always be the... Uh, <laughs> the one you... A distant dream. <laughs> yeah. In another life, perhaps. <laughs> I think I want to try and do... Uh, I want to try and convince Erica for our couple's costume to be the fiend and Bray Wyatt. Where she's the sweatered, nice yeah, that'd be one great. in and the funhouse. cheap and easy. Like, cheap you guys and easy. like she's it. She's a red sweater. We love that. Exactly. <laughs> she's still got to wear a red sweater and, and tie her hair back, basically. Yeah. All I got to do is buy that fiend mask from WWE.com. The, the gloves. Very easy. So I feel like that's, that's a good one. Nobody at home count on the striped pants because I don't know if Ryan will go the distance with that. <laughs> you already know that I'm not going to put in that extra effort. No. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. I don't know. October's still a long time away. Let's get into the biggest Bruh, story. You of couldn't the- buy a John Cena t-shirt for your, for your Erica's co- John Cena costume. First of all, it was- like it's the one thing that defines him of the, of the, uh, of his ensemble. And it was last-minute decision to do Brie Bella it's and like, John, oh, John Cena. John Cena lost. They didn't have any John Cena shirts at this I mean, house show, and he wore the tour T-shirt. I could have probably conveyed the fact that I was a Bella Twin a little better if I had also bought a Bella Twin shirt. <laughs> you just look like a big, ugly, like hairy girl. <laughs> that is all it looked like with a girl in a blue shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> Hopefully I do better this year, but I make no promises. Let's get into the biggest story of the week. The biggest story of the week, 
Uh, I think happened today, and it's all this stuff going on with Enzo and Cass. You know, we talked about Enzo uh, returning to wrestling recently. We talked about the interview that I did with Big Cass, uh, Cass XL. But there was this, this story that came out today that uh, they were in talks to return to NXT. That they were they had that they had been in conversations with, with WWE about it, um, and WWE they reached out to me. <laughs> we're like, not true. Like, like I, you know, it wasn't like a thing where because I think you go well. Of course, WWE denied it. If they're coming back, they wouldn't tell you on the record. But it wasn't like that. It wasn't like a, me going, hey. It was like a, hey, they were like they wanted. Like, no, this is not something that we're doing. You know, and they kind of wanted it to be known. Um, I noticed they reached out to Meltzer as well because he tweeted about yes. it, saying that there's no interest now or, or, or something along those lines. Um, what do you think about just the idea of, let's say it were true, what do you think about the idea of them going back to NXT? Do you think it's something the fans would welcome? Do you think it's something that well, is a I'm, good idea? I, the thing I wonder first is how this manifested. Okay. Especially because they didn't say back to the main roster. Mm-hmm. They said back to NXT, mm-hmm. which was interesting to me. I'm not saying this is some conspiracy. I'm not by, by no means. I'm just I'm just saying that that was interesting. Like the fact that that I mean weirder things. I guess weirder things have manifested in the world of dirt sheets. But. Well, I think that the the thought process behind it is that like uh, Triple H has kind of become like a because I mean, it's, not like, it's, not like, it's not like I mean when Cass and Enzo were together, it's not like they were like swinging and missing. You know, they were connecting. So, I mean, the only time they ever really stumbled is when they split them up, mm-hmm. and um, and uh, and it's it, you'd think that they would be if they did if there was any truth that they would want them back on the main roster, but just as a duo this time. It's like when they put the New Age Outlaws back together. I, agreed, know? I agree with you in that aspect because you'd think like they were never even really tag team champions in NXT nah, they either. Never did. I don't think that even or, though, or on the main roster. God, they never been tag. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's crazy. Never. But. I just feel like even though they were popular in NXT, I don't know if they quite match the current vibe of NXT either. I think I don't either. The NXT uh, where they reign supreme is a lot different than the NXT of, of now. Okay, calm down, guy. <laughs> Are you scared? <laughs> so just kicks in the door. It's the American badass. <laughs> Holy shit. So just because waving an American flag around the set here. <laughs> With Hogan. <laughs> uh, being dragged. Um, but yeah, I think that, you know, they. I don't feel like they... The, the, the NXT that they were a part of is so much different than the NXT of now. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, it's... I think... Um, <sighs> I think the reasoning behind WWE's relationship with Enzo and Cass was, you know, the issue. I mean, there's always that uh, there's old like other sayings like, you know, when the problem becomes bigger than the person, you know, you got to get rid of the person. Mm -hmm. And um, and I don't know if they I mean, obviously, you know, people change as we've seen with Cass, you know, like I'm happy for everything that he, the interview you did with him was really cool to me. Thank you. Because not, I mean, not only because it was a good interview, but it was also because, you know, it was somebody that clearly has seen the, uh, I don't want to say the light, but you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like self-realization epiphanies. And I, that I always, you know, everybody loves a good comeback and I hope that for him. Um, and I hope the same eventually has said about Enzo. I really do. Me too. 
Um, because I've said so many times on the show before, I, I, I consider Enzo, I, I mean like Enzo's always at the end of the day, he's never treated me poorly. Yeah. Never has. Um, do I disagree with a lot of things he does and says? Absolutely. Absolutely. But that's not, I'm, he's a grown man. Yeah, of course. And he makes his own way. And, um, but do you think that I think he gets in his own way more so. And I completely agree with you in that aspect, but do you think that that he'd be, Let's say it were true and he does go back to NXT for some reason. Do you think that he would be accepted by the full sale crowd? Like, do you think that he would – you think that that music hits? Dude, I got to be honest with you. I've been really confused about the internet's reaction towards Enzo and Cass right now. It's, I don't think it's as clean cut as some people may think that it's just, oh, everybody thinks they're, they're weirdos. you Because, know? I mean, for, there was a period of time where Enzo was the pariah of wrestling. You know, like for oh, yeah. for a good minute, but now, like I, I mean, I didn't see that much footage of that match that he had with Brian Pillman Jr. I mean, did you see any? I saw much of the gifts on the online. I, I watched saw. the match. That's all I saw. I mean, I don't know what his reaction was there. I didn't either. I mean, that might shed some light. That might shed a little light on it. That's Maybe. a good point. But I mean, the uh, But I also think that that random Northeast wrestling crowd is a lot different than the full sale crowd. Like the full sale crowd does kind of show a little love to people that might not be loved elsewhere, you know, like that's, that's what I'm saying, dude. I just don't know. I don't, I, I really couldn't tell you, like if you had it, like if you had, to, if I was a betting guy and you said like, I need you to put money on how, how you feel the, the crowd is reacting towards Enzo and Cass right now. I genuinely don't know. I genuinely don't know. Do I think they're happy for Cass? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think his booking is going to get a lot more frequent. But um, Enzo and Cass together, we'll see. I think you – know? I feel like – I feel like they would get a pop. I feel like – It would be – it would definitely be a reaction. No question. No question. It would also depend on how they're used, you know, like the way they were to come back. Because if it was just like if, – if they were used as heels, they could they could get heat if they wanted to get heat. I mean, they could attack the right person and, and really lean into it to get I mean, that heat they you want. you know, people – People in that company remember, dude. They remember everything. Yeah, they do. And I still don't know what happened really behind the scenes with you know him being kicked out of the locker room. Him like um, there was another something that happened. Um, and they'll and I'm sure that you know is, is there are people at ha- in the in wrestling. CM Punk was one of them. In a different case, you know. A bird of a different feather, but all the same, you know, people. There are some people that become part that aren't made for the WWE machine, mm-hmm. and Enzo Amore is not one of them. And because, especially now, where he's had a taste of freedom, and we all know, whenever any sort of talent gets that taste of like I could do things I want, successful or not, you kind of you get a little bit of a chip on your shoulder, as we've seen with John Moxley mm-hmm. again, different case, but I. Um, it just doesn't seem like they, at the moment, see a high, a huge high, in bringing them back right now. Mm-hmm. I'm saying right now. Will they ever be back in the WWE? I can't say. That's it. I think that story is yet to be told. Do you think they'd be an asset to AEW? In an asset in what way? To the locker room or to the show? The, as the a television whole? show. I don't think they'd be. I don't know, but I wouldn't say yeah, to the locker room. Well, I, you know, there's a, you got Joey and Enzo ways. in the same room. It's gonna be weird. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't even think. <laughs> Jesus. 
Um, but do you think that he would that they'd be a good get for AEW? Like, let's say they are trying to work somewhere full time like that. Do you think that um, it would definitely cause a lot of noise? And I don't think necessarily in a bad way. To be honest, would it would it cause some contention? Yeah, probably. But um, I think you know, I think the rea- I think the initial reaction of them showing up would be. Because at this point right now, I think what this story did, this false story today, true or not, it it kind of got people talking. Yes. You know? Like, I saw that shit everywhere. Do you think it helped them or hurt them, though? I think if Enzo had not posted that picture today, <laughs> <laughs> which goes proves my point once again, yeah. if he just didn't say anything. I was going to say that. Then, yeah, I think it would have helped because it wouldn't have been their fault, you know, but him posting that picture of him on the on the production bus of him, because, you know, with, with the, a little sly face. Yeah, emoji. It's, it's like, dude, like you knew it was a lie and you and you pushed it. You That's know? kind of how I felt about it, too, that like if it had been true or if they just not said anything, it would have helped them. I think so. Enzo kind of nudging at it and, and playing along with it almost goes like. Come on, dude! Like, if you know it's not true, why do you? What you? What are you doing? You yeah. know, like I don't know. So yeah, that is that is confusing to me. I'm I'm interested to see how this plays out because I'll be honest, I I would like to see them back in wrestling. I, I liked Enzo and Cass from day one. I do too, and I'm rooting and, and I'm rooting for Enzo. I I really am. I feel like I'm, this is becoming a frequent thing every time we talk about him on the <laughs> yeah. show. That I'm like. God, I just really want him to succeed because we, me and him have had some good times, and I just really want the best for him. I yeah. really do. Yeah, no, me too. So I'm interested to see where that goes. So uh, let's move topics a little bit here. Let's move on to John Moxley. John Moxley had to pull out of all yeah. this weekend, uh, which is super bummer. Yeah. Uh, obviously, his we'll get it down the line, but still, the the hype was there. The hype yeah. was there. Yeah. Similar to Pac and Hangman, where it was like the most well built. Story of the card, and just they, like Double or Nothing. Did they pull the plug on it like a week or two weeks before yes. du- all in, too? Yes, or Double or Nothing. Was it Double or Nothing? That, no, I thought, no, it was all in. He didn't perform. Pac didn't perform it all in. No, no. That or all no, in wait. was, hang, right. was Hangman right. and Joey. You're right. You're right. I'm, I'm mistaken. It and was then Double, double or, nothing. or Nothing. It was Double or Nothing. was when it was Hangman versus Pac. It was good to see. It you was, were right. Yeah, because they had correct. the interaction at the press I conference. I am mistaken. And then like a week or two before... Plans changed. Yeah. And now we've got their next huge, you know, their next big event on the same level. And once again, they get struck with something. And now, obviously, that one wasn't because of injury. But you go like, God, AEW's had some bad luck with some of these shows. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I feel like, well, I feel like if all goes well for AEW in the end, these will just be part of the documentary. One of their many DVDs. Fair. You know, like, yeah. this is just, this is like when uh, the whole, uh, pay-per-view was blacked out in WWE like in 96, 97 when there was a lightning storm, you know? Like, yep. it's just going to be something they're going to look is that, back is that, at. Is that the the one they keep to, they, they, they're on Bruce Pritchard's show that you always talk about? The, yeah. When, the uh, something of the so, dog. Uh, uh, Beware the dog. There we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a uh, fun episode when you hear them talk about yeah, it. Yeah, Savio like Vega and Austin yeah. having a strap match in the dark. 
Sounds great. Oh, uh, here's what Moxley said when he made the announcement this week. He said, "I'm absolutely gutted to have to deliver this news, but I'd rather it come directly from me." In a nightmare scenario, a serious case of MRSA has returned in my elbow. A staph infection. Yes, uh, returned in my elbow. The timing couldn't be worse. In this circumstance, I'm forced to pull out of the fight. Uh, on August 31st versus Omega at All Out. I apologize to all involved, most importantly the fans. I'm incredibly frustrated and pissed off. I'll have surgery this week to remove the bursa sac in my elbow and be done with it for good. Should be a quick recovery, so I will be 100% for AEW Wednesday nights on TNT. Um, God, the luck of it re-injuring the exact same elbow that he was out of action for so long yeah. on is... God, that's terrible. I hope it's not the extent... I hope it's not this to the extent of the original injury because then, then he's going to be out for, like, what, another year? Well, I mean, he says should be a quick recovery, but you would think if it's the same elbow and it's possibly, like, along the same lines. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a doctor either. <laughs> but, I mean, you would think if you're getting, like, something, rem- the burst sack removed from your elbow that it's, it's going to be a significant amount of time, you yeah. would think. Um um, it, it's a, it's really interesting because I always uh, when I heard this story, obviously I I hope all the best for Mr. Moxley and hope he recovers quickly. Um, but then like I kind of had a thought in the back of my head, and then Kenny Omega said it in the latest episode of uh, of um, Road to Road, or no, Being the Elite, Being the Elite, and basically saying that. And Kenny said. Um, you didn't take this seriously. You went and not performed every night, you know, which is kind of like what we talked about, you know, like, well, it, it's kind of interesting to see. Cause I mean, obviously like AEW is a priority for John. We're not saying it's not, of course, but it's, it's like, you can't, it's like, yeah. I mean, would he have probably been okay for this if he hadn't like destroyed himself? As we know, that is a punishing tournament. That is a hard tournament. Oh, yeah. That tournament tests the New Japan roster. Mm-hmm. Because not only do you have to perform like that all the time with your singles matches and, perform, and like, like, because think about it. Not one of those matches is like a, like a regular, like, five to seven. No, minute, they're like, like serious, hard-hitting all matches, of them. Like main events. Yeah, all of it's them. crazy. And they all go at least a half hour. Yeah. And then not to that throw in also. I mean, granted, they're a little easier to work matches, but the tag team matches, they got to work as well. This, they're pretty much working, uh, like, Sometimes I'd imagine twice. He was tired by the end of that. Yeah, and I'd imagine you know, like it's like, hey, I'm back, you know, because I mean, no, he he wrestled quite a bit. I'm not, I'm 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 misspeaking, but I'm saying like you know, it's not something you'd want to put too much stress on, and you know, you no. know, and also, not only were they regular, well, not only were they grueling wrestling matches, but he was doing a lot of. Like outside stuff, a lot of those little Japanese tables and that's, stuff. Yeah. You know that didn't help. No, that didn't help. No, and and there, there were commitments, so, so you can't fault him for that. I mean, but it, it's just interesting to think about. No, know? it's definitely interesting to think about because you think you know, obviously, you know the the person but you I compare am, it to is WWE, and you go, well, another, that's why WWE doesn't let their talent perform outside the company because like they don't want. Yeah, people who are going to get hurt elsewhere, and then their programs are messed up because of it. You know, I, back in the day, WWE did used to let talent wrestle on the yeah. Indies. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, I think that you know when they got to a certain level, they realized well, they can go, they can get hurt there, and then we're screwed on, on our end. So yeah. it is a, it is a. I mean, it's the second show that where their main event is not uh, the 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 card uh, the card changed. Yes. It was subject to, and it did. <laughs> Exactly. Um, 
I, I do think, though, that Pocky is a good replacement. Absolutely. I think that you know people were wondering if he's going to come back to AEW. This would seem like maybe they've, they've straightened out his visa situation. But- is that what was that the original reason? Well, there's been I, multiple reasons. Saying, like, there was first there was that I mean, the Meltzer reason. What Meltzer reported was that there was uh, it was a creative thing, like a nobody wanted to lose. Nobody wanted to lose because he didn't. He had had this long streak as Dragon Gate champion and and yada yada yada. But when I asked, you know, Tony Khan about it, obviously he couldn't. And maybe he couldn't say that, but he seemed like he was trying to kind of like shut the rumors down a little bit in that regard. Because when I talked to him in the post com- the, the press conference after Double or Nothing, it was like he basically said that he kind of he started to say that it was like a there was a scheduling issue, and then he like stopped himself and he was like, "Ben's a really nice guy, like you know he, we 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 want to work with him." Which to me, if a guy is refusing to lose, then I have a hard time believing that that. They want to continue working with him. So to me, it, all, it, it felt like a visa situation because as you've seen with the OWE guys and yeah, that's tons of other international talent now, it's not as easy for them no. for them, people to get work visas right now out here. So I, 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 it's, it would seem like whatever the issue was, though, at least it got shored up, and that's good because I do want to see Pac in AEW. Yeah, I mean, I hope that, this, I hope that the Meltzer reason has, is not completely true because then – we kind of know what's going to happen in this match. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope that's not the case because I don't like knowing the ending of things. Yeah, and I'm trying. And I, and I remember, like, he was going to fight. He was already going to wrestle Pac at Fighter, or Fight for the Fall. And he was. Wasn't he in. No, Fighter Fest. Wasn't he initially supposed to wrestle Pac at Fighter Fest? But then. That also fell through. Regardless, I, I, I'm happy that it's all <laughs> worked out, whatever it was. And you're right. Yeah, you would, you would think if, if the Meltzer reason was right, then maybe this is just a one-time thing that like, hey, we already had an agreement for you to wrestle Man, here. you're going to beat Kenny. <laughs> How about that? I, want, I, I feel like Kenny has to win this one. He's lost like all of them, hasn't has he? Has he? No, he, he did he beat Jericho? Or, no, Jericho no, won. No, Jericho beat with, him. With the Judas. The Judas effect. Yeah. The Judas effect. We're going to get to the all-out card. We're going to Actually, I want to talk about it, so we'll get to that in, in a minute. Uh, before we get to that, though, I want to talk about another thing that happened this week. Um, the Fiend. The Fiend is being advertised for a pretty big match in Hell in a Cell. Um, but ah, the whole thing is real confusing to me because, okay, so here, so the Golden One which, Center. Uh, which, first off, of course he would be, at the, he, of course he would be there. Where else, would you, where else would you have a Fiend appearance, you know? You at, mean at, at Hell, Hell in a Cell? Yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah. But, okay, so tell me what you think here. So, because I noticed a lot of these reports said that um, a lot of these reports were like The Fiend advertised for Universal Championship match. And I was like, that's not what the advertisement said necessarily. It said, uh, the, this is what the advertisement said. It's, uh, it was the Golden One Center in Sacramento. They tweeted the announcement saying, Get ready, WWE fans. The Fiend Bray Wyatt challenges Seth Rollins or Braun Strowman to a Hell in a Cell match. Get your tickets now and stay tuned. That could mean that he's not wrestling for the title, right? I mean, like, am I reading that wrong? Well, it's kind of implied because the pre, the because we get at Clash of the Champions, we're getting um, Braun versus Seth for the yeah, title, which means the following pay per view is Hell in a Cell, and in the the letter the wording is either Seth Rollins or Braun Strowman. But couldn't he face the loser of Seth versus Braun? I don't know why you would want to advertise him fighting the loser. I've never seen that before. I mean, yes, I've never seen it before, but 
couldn't technically because they didn't say. I mean, nothing, technically, not you once did they say that. a title match, and never is implied that the title match is no, always I'm, in the Hell in a Cell. It could be, it could be, but I am saying that I could see why people think that. I honestly think it was intentionally done like that in a confusing way, like that, or not in a confusing way, in a way that made you think he's going to go against Seth Rollins, just because of the thing that I mentioned recently, where WWE really wants you to not be expecting when the fiend shows up and attacks. I think they wanted everyone to think that he's going to wrestle Seth Rollins for the title. Well, and when Braun loses, we'll he attacks now. Braun. I don't think we'll ever know now. <laughs> no, the advertisement's still up. No, I'm saying like they, they, they can very well change their minds. Well, they could. Yeah. I, I feel like they no. I don't think they're going to change their minds for this one. You think they might change their minds? I now? think he'll still be there, but I don't know. Maybe like if they're thinking, oh well, we kind of kind of ruins like our the surprise factor. Yeah, then they'll see. I think it didn't because I think this was intentionally done to make everyone think it's going to be a title match, and instead, because to me, he's not there yet for a title match. He's no, more focused on also, his past. It feels also, like like that, when you told me that like they're going to have a Hell in a Cell t- a title match, that scares me because that means he's not because that because I th- I don't think they're re- they think he's ready for the title either, and I think. That he'll lose, which I don't think he should lose yet. No, that's why I think the Braun Strowman thing makes way more sense, that he's going to wrestle Braun Strowman, who isn't going to win the title for some reason. Maybe he even attacks Braun Strowman during the match, and that's what starts, like, you know. that They were talking shit to each other today on Twitter. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Braun and Bray were. When I look at it, I go, there's no way. There's no way WWE is rushing. You're the godfather of my son, but I don't like you. There's no way, in my opinion, they're gonna rush Bray Wyatt into a title match because he can't lose. There's so much they they barely they had a match. He's in one match against a Finn match. Balor, and I just think that as cool as he is, and I, as much as everyone liked it, it's theirs to fuck up. Yeah, and it's too soon. Like you gotta. You can put some work into that. Yeah. So you don't need it. That's like after six months of awesome storytelling, then you reward him with the title and see what happens in that once you move on to a new thing with him. But like to me, it felt like he's more the character, the fiend, and Bray Wyatt right now feels like it's more focused on his past. Like he's got the painting behind him of the all the characters, Sister, are, you know, Sister Abigail being burnt yeah. to the ground. You know, all the characters like you said are referencing his past and stuff. To me. Going after one of the monsters he created in WWE would make more sense. I, I mean, I'm not, dude. I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> I know you're not disagreeing with me. And I just, um, uh, I, I, I think it also could just be one of those many times where uh, something is spoiled by a by an eager uh, venue. Uh-huh. You know, it's happened before. Uh-huh. So it could be that. It could be just as. It could be that just as well. It, it could. I, I, I think this one was unintentional, though. To me, this seems intentional. They know how the internet works. I feel like that would be a big thing for the this place to have spoiled. But on their they, own. Like, like when the, like play when venue when venues advertise their shit, they do that all the time. Mm, title matches? Not like for a. It's like for like a house show where they go like a main event title match between Seth Rollins and no, blah, they blah. do no, they do that for like pay per views too. Look, I, I think if you look in your research, I think you'll see. <laughs> I think if you look in your research, Ryan, you will find. <laughs> you, I think if you look it up. Uh, do some research, Ryan. Thank you. Yeah, uh, be a journalist. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Superhuman is going to be wrestling. Yeah, like not doing like an appearance, like an actual match, right? Yes, yes. It's, uh, it's going to be a, for a company called... This shirt's print is so weird. It looks like I'm sweating. <laughs> Let me see. 
Like the, it looks, does kind of make it look like you're sweating. Yeah, it's a cool shirt though. But I saw it on the screen. It looks like I'm sweating. You're not. Just so everyone right? knows who's watching. Jamie's not sweating. It's this cool Pentagon shirt. Is the other side like that, or is it just the other side? No. Yeah, it's just this side. No, it kind of looks like it in the pits over here too. What the hell? It's not though. <laughs> it's. I swear. <laughs> It's not even wet. It is hot in this studio, though, it's, so. It's not. <laughs> Jamie's real sweaty over here, guys. Sorry. Uh, Superhuman. Uh, he's going to be wrestling in Cocoa, Florida, uh, October 11th. Uh, it's a fatal five-way Joey match. On the Joey Ryan and Shark Boy. Joey Ryan versus Shark Boy versus Superhuman versus Jerry Swirls versus Chuckles. Uh, this is like who can make Jim Cornette the maddest. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely like a <laughs> Jim Cornette heart attack on a pole match. Like Jesus, for sure. like not there's not one person in this match that he would like approve of. <laughs> and there's six people in this match. <laughs> I laughed at Superhuman being in a match, but I, like, why is it? I mean, this is not a knock to her performing whatsoever I, he, she, he, she she just happens to be one of Jim Cornette's bugaboos is Jordan Grace she just needs to be in this match too <laughs> and Orange Cassidy just yeah, to give it the full fuck it everybody <laughs> I laughed the fact that he got so went so hard on Jordan Grace for the performance fighter performance artist stuff and then Bret Hart Bret Hart Stone Cold uh, um, Roman Reigns is calling himself the best performance fighter alive. And then in Jim Cornette's own comic book, he talks about wrestling being performance art. And I was like, okay, this is silly now. Jim Cornette just forgets the things that are in his own things that he's involved in. Uh, but this match, do you, okay, as someone who is an aspiring wrestler, does, do you dislike seeing something like this where just a guy who's a backyard wrestler that has zero experience? No. Is being given an opportunity like no, this? because, you know, it, it's really what you want to aspire to be. I respect the hell out of comedy wrestling. I really do. It's mellow deathmatch wrestling. And I respect the hell out of everybody that participates in it. Do I aspire to be any of those things? Not currently. <laughs> I, like you, I like that little, little asterisk right there. Not currently. Um, Don't do a deathmatch. I really have no plans on doing a deathmatch. Comedy match, match fine. I have no plans of doing it. Okay, good. Don't worry. You have no need to. I just don't. You know what's the biggest thing about death matches, and it's the it's like the the tiniest thing to anybody else is like when you have to get up and you have to put your hands like in the mat and like there's all that broken glass. Like I, uh, like that story of Mick Foley when he had like to stuff his meat back into his fingertips when he like got barbed wire on them. (sighs) That's the scariest thing I've ever heard. Like imagine that, and you can't touch shit for like two weeks. Uh, but anyway, um, but yeah, I mean, like, I, those guys are uh, good for them. You know, yeah. like, they want to do that I all the way. And yeah. if there's people going to watch it, good for them. You know, like, that, uh, I'll probably watch it. <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, superhuman, look at, like, dude is, like, made a name for I himself. I am concerned. I'm also concerned for superhuman. I'm not concerned only for him. I'm concerned of where this is going. Because now... Because as much as WWE like shat on backyard wrestling, there was there was some valor in their message in the sense that yeah, you could die doing this if you're not properly trained mm-hmm. to do this. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, uh, and it's uh, yeah, but at the same time, and I'm not, and, and 
are and they'll probably make it where superhuman is probably just going to jump onto things. A hundred percent, he's just going to jump into things. There's yeah. no way anyone's probably even going to. He's going to take a dick flip into barbed wire. Probably. That's probably it. Yeah. And he jumps into barbed wire anyway. But I'm saying he'll be fine. But I'm saying this kind of leads to what example? You know, like that well, inspires mean, people it. to do what? I, you know, I'm. I mean, we lived through the jackass era, I was era, gonna dude. say, yeah, I, like, I was one of those impressionable asshole kids who definitely started doing jackass stuff after watching jackass, and I'm fine. Yeah, you're not doing it like this. You're not jumping into barbed wire. I would do some crazy shit when I was a kid. You did not do that. I didn't jump into barbed wire. But we did painful things. Like? <laughs> I need examples, Ryan. They won. Look, we used to do the shopping cart thing. We were taking shopping carts you know, off of stuff. Everybody else, my brother did that. It hurt. No. <laughs> That's such, you're like such the older brother in this scenario. You sound like my older brother now, where it's like, oh, you didn't do anything painful. No, I did. I got hit in the head with shit, like... With actual shit? No, no not with actual hey, shit. Hey, you said you were like, you were like jackass. You know? I did drink... Pee once, I think, though. Hmm. At least he, that's what he claimed. Like, my brother was like, pick one of these kind of things, you know? And, like, I don't know why I went along with it. I was a dumb little kid. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> one of these is lemonade, the other one is not. I don't believe that he actually peed in one, though. I think he just tr- lied to me. But who knows? But yeah. I'm fine. I'm here. That's, that's, my, that's, that's what I'm saying. You're alive. I'm alive. <laughs> exactly. So I don't, think, I don't think superhuman is going to No, and I'm, not trying to, and I'm not trying to say that because also I don't want to be one of those guys. This is always to blame for all the problems in the world. But no. it does have like those videos sometimes have like 300,000 views. Yeah. Which and is I, crazy. And there will always be the copycats. But I just really hope. I'm not saying he's a menace. He should be stopped. Not at all. I just hope that if people are doing this. At least do it with somebody watching, because if you get hurt, they could call the police or they could call an ambulance, we're, or at least try to resuscitate you if you get hurt. You grew up in Beverly Hills, right? Yes. Did were there kids doing backyard wrestling in Beverly Hills? No. I was gonna say I feel like there's no way parents were allowing that kind of thing no. in Beverly Hills. No. Yeah, because I had like there was like a backyard wrestling fed. We had one at my school, where. Which was Kiboshed pretty quick. So wait, oh, it was actually at school. It was at school. Oh yeah, that's gotta <laughs> it was get on school very quick. <laughs> yeah, no, we had. I, I didn't get too involved in the actual backyard fence, but my brother and I would like wrestle and film ourselves, and I well, was we just grew the one out who, of that shit, dude. Like this is like people's livelihood, you know? Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, I'm just talking about like it was. It was fun to do that stuff back in the day. Yeah. I wish I had. I could have gotten three hundred thousand views for my stupid videos. My brother beating me up. That would have made it way cooler than just getting beat up for no reason. Yeah, I'm not, like I said, I'm not. I'm not trying to say people need to like ban Superhuman because he's living. <laughs> no. He's doing what he wants to do, yeah. and all the power to him. Yeah, of course. But I just do hope that if you are going to try and do this shit, like you know, take care of yourself. You How's know? your training going? It's going, man. It's yeah, you've been posting lots of cool stuff. Yeah, um, I'm ready to rock. Yeah, you ready? I think, I think so. Um, I think I just need to show people that I'm ready. I mean, the videos help. I think, honestly, the videos help get the message out there to people that, like, it's a thing you're doing. Yeah. It also doesn't help that my coach is also an active AEW roster member now, so he travels a lot. That's fair. But you can get another person to help you. I could. And I should. Yeah. You can get someone to come just, like, there's a bunch of guys showed you wrestling. You could just show you wrestling in Hollywood that you could just roll around with and do stuff with. But those videos are cool. Even Mark here, he was like, 
That's really cool that Jamie has that in his house. Um, it's, hot, it's still so hot, though. I don't know how you're doing that. Oh, I thought you meant it here. No, well, it's hot in here, too. But uh, Yeah, no, it's a, it's, an, it's an early morning or evening thing. Do you have lights back there? No, but no? it's still fairly, like, visible. True, it's L.A. It's not that hard. All right, let's get into All Out. All Out's this weekend. Uh, I want to hear what you think about some of these matches, what you think is going to happen. Uh, let's. I'm going to skip the buy-in. I uh, just... We all got so much time here. I'm going to start things off with the Casino Battle Royale. Uh, the ladies are doing it this time. The winner receives a shot at the AEW Women's World Championship on October 2nd. Uh, so far, people that were announced for the match are Britt Baker, Teal Piper, who's Roddy, Rowdy Roddy Piper's daughter, uh, Ivelisse from Lucha Underground, former WWE star Jazz, Nyla Rose, Yuka Sakazaki, Ali, Brandy Rhodes, Big Swole, Sadie Gibbs, Awesome Kong, and Shazza McKenzie. Um, I'm pumped for this match. I think there's actually a lot of good talent in there. I really want to see what Rowdy Rowdy Piper's daughter is all about. Um, so I'm very interested in this one. But I feel like the winner has to be Britt Baker. I feel like you know she's been the main person they've kind of been getting behind. Yeah, they she, seems, she seems like they, they, that they want to put the title on her first. It does seem that way. And, and I feel like if they want to put the title on her first, I don't need some confusing way as to how she has to work herself into the match. Just have her win this. Just wins and losses matter. Like they're saying, like, have her beat everybody. It makes be the most champion. sense. She would be a good champion. Right? Also, it's she's one of those who's a really good role model, mm-hmm. like just a very good role model that like she's a dentist while like an actual dentist, like it's not a gimmick. Yeah, she works as a dentist all week. I, I was listening to Adam Cole talk about it on on Lillian Garcia's podcast, and he was saying that like he was like, nah, just like her the the, the dentistry office that she works, they're just cool with giving her like weekends, you know, certain time off or whatever, so she can just still be a dentist. I was like, that's crazy. Yeah, I like how that works out for people. Yeah. Does that you, that who, uh, is that who you think is going to win, too? Is Britt Baker yes, in that one? Yes, I do. All right, SCU versus Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, and Marco Stunt. I think SCU has to win this one, no? Unless they really want to. I mean, they, they seem to like these. They really seem to like this trio That's That's why I was leaning towards the other way, because I feel like SCU, didn't they win... Last time they won. Last two times they had matches. I know they won. I know they won a double or nothing. I don't know. I feel like they've won again since then. Yeah, I'm, I, I agree with you though. I think that they have spotted the potential mm-hmm. in uh, a boy and his dinosaur. Yeah, and I think that uh, I think they're gonna lean into that, especially since. You know, Jungle Boy has been in all these upfront things. He's clearly getting attention. They're they're putting him out there because they think he's going to be like a heartthrobby kind mm-hmm. of person. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm going I'm going with a uh, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy and Marco okay. Stunt. But I do think that's going to be a good match. I actually they've really grown on me, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy as a team. Like it's one of those things where like separately you're like all right, yeah. But together you're like that's awesome. Yeah, big fan of that. It works. Yeah. SCU really needs it. Like it, it's not like they're gonna like they lose or gain anything by winning. Or you know they they, no. they, they can help make Luchasaurus I mean, Luch- look good. I mean, like re- I was thinking, like if you know realistically they would win, but like if, from what you're telling me and the points you were making, I <laughs> uh, no, I mean they are. I mean from now, I mean I on further upon further review, I really see that. You know they are really getting behind them. You know they they're a focus. Um, they haven't really had anything. They they're never apart. You know, so yeah, 
I think that if they want to, if they want to keep going in this trend, then they have to win. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, okay, so then the other women's match on the card is Riho versus Hikaru Shida, uh, with the winner receiving the other shot. Like I said, um, I know you're not very familiar with these girls. I mean, I, obviously, I've seen them a handful of times, obviously, but I mean, and, uh, I got to be honest. The first time I've seen these girls, like with, during the uh, during Double or Nothing. I was impressed. Mm-hmm. It really was. They were both in those matches. I believe so. Yeah. Well, horrible. How horrible do we sound if we don't? Well, oh, I got to double check. I'm, I'm, I'm almost positive they were. I, I, I know that Hikaru. Yeah, yeah. These are the two girls that were in that match. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was impressed with all six of them, to be honest. But um, I couldn't tell you who wins because I don't know enough about them. But. Well, I, I feel like it's going to be uh, Hikaru Shida because I feel like she is someone they're also going to get behind. She is someone that I remember from the show. Um, I, I really thought she, she like stood out to me. I remember I was like, that girl's really cool. She was the one that I was into the most uh, when I saw her doing stuff with AEW. So, um, yeah, I'm, go, I'm going with her because I feel like her and Britt Baker could be a dope match for the first, for the first episode of uh, AEW on TNT. All right, now this one I know you do know these people. Darby Allen versus Joey Janela versus Jimmy Havoc in the what's it, the Cracker Barrel Showdown or whatever yeah, it's called. Their official sponsors. Their official sponsor. Uh, I'm actually, I think I'm really looking forward. Out of all these ones, now I've gotten to the one where I think I'm most looking forward to. Uh, I think these three guys all have something to prove. Yeah, and I think they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna do something good. I think here. they all got a chip on their shoulder too. I mean, Joey's been on a really, really, really rampant. Like I'm, he's pissed lately. As I've seen, I mean, like obviously he's still the same Joey Janela, but I see it seems that like a lot of the critics are still getting to him right now, and uh, I'm not saying they shouldn't because you know he's human, you know he you hear it so many times, you know, and um, and almost like I think it was almost like why me getting a major contract wasn't validation enough to you guys, you know, like yeah, totally, and and I think he's gonna try and not only do what he's known for, which is a lot of the craziness, but. Also try and put on it because he's really trying to show that he can really work. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that a lot lately. I've noticed that too. Yeah. I mean, he's been in the gym. He's been really working on his fundamentals because even he's admitted it. Like I mean, he'd gone into the business and he had no training. You know, he's learned along the way. But mm-hmm. now he's really taking this seriously. And I think if Joey can take that fire and funnel it, you know, and use it. He could really succeed in AEW. And- I, I agree wholeheartedly. I think that he really, he like has something to prove for sure, for sure. That and you know, Jimmy, it's never happened for him. You know, it's ne- I mean, until now. Yeah. You know, he's when you hear his age, it's like, wait, what? How old yeah. is he? What? I thought yeah. that guy was like in his twenties. Yeah, he's like, well, yeah, he's like when AJ's age when he got signed, right? Yeah, I think so. He's uh, Jimmy Havoc. He is. 35. No, so he was younger. Yeah, younger. But close. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, 35 is not that old. It's just he does he does have the demeanor of being younger. He, I, I just thought he was in his 20s. Yeah. Like he has that vibe. And um, yeah, I know I'm a tr- I turned 33 this week. I'm not yeah. calling myself old, but like. <laughs> yeah, but. Um, that old guy. Yeah, but uh, Jimmy, um, I think he's kind of the, uh, I think he has the most to prove. Yes. Out of all of them, because while 35 is not old by any means, especially nowadays, where people are in their 50s doing this shit, um, I think that he does have time against him now as opposed to for him, whereas Joey and Darby have a lot of time on the clock. Well, it's very similar to like Trend 7 in NXT UK where, you know, he's paired with 
Tyler Bate, who's 23, yeah. and Trent Seven's 38. And yeah. so it's, like, a very big difference. And also, I feel like Trent Seven has a very young vibe to him, too, but, like... Trent, he doesn't look... He's, he looks very young. Totally looks... And so I when you... So I think they're similar vibes there where they both have something to prove because it's like absolutely i've been I, you don't even realize how long i've been hustling at this to try and help the uk scene and, and, and build it all up and stuff so um yeah no I, I i agree with you in that aspect and i think also darby allen there's just something about darby allen there really is to, to me at least there's like something real there's like a real presence to him that i feel like he's he's gonna be a big deal when they hit I'm, tv i'm one of those guys that th- thinks that I think addiction applies to everybody. I just think you find different things you're addicted to. Yeah, of course. And, um, you know, some people are addicted to writing. Some people are addicted to skydiving, you know, rush, things that have give you adrenaline. And as we know, you know, it's by, it's usually this way. You know, a lot of straight-edge people, they, find, they you know, they, they have no vices, supposedly, and, and but they do have vices in other things, and we know that Darby Allen really, really gets off on adrenaline, yeah, and pain, yeah, and high feelings. Inter- not not caused by drugs, but yeah. by world worldly experiences. And there's a certain kind of focus you get with that. It's a volatile focus. It is, as we've seen, because I see a lot of CM Punk and Darby Allen. I see a lot of like Raven. In Darby Allen, of just like a deep dude who's like you're just oh like, he deep as hell yeah don't get me wrong when I say CM Punk I say rebellious yeah like he's he's gonna push back definitely like Absolutely. you know once he gets his bearings and he gets a little older he gets some balls under him not I'm sorry that wasn't worded properly I don't think he doesn't have balls yeah, but I'm yeah. saying like you know when he gets, when he can when he can man up yeah. that also has a bad context when he gets older there we go know? when he ha- when he has the ability to be able to. Push his weight around. Yeah, when he has the seniority, the experience, yes. where he, people are revered to his opinion. Yes. <laughs> it's just like that those, was tough. those are such slang words that I'm so used to. But you're right; they do have such a negative connotation to them. Yeah, I'm like, no, I get it. It's this other mean thing that. <laughs> but yeah, Darby's uh, Darby's going to have a lot of focus, and I think that that's a great and sometimes scary thing for him. Yeah, because something, and I think he knows this too. Is something will happen. And I hope it doesn't. Well, he doesn't care. Not I don't enough. know if you've listened to interviews he's done. I know, I know. He I, like I, doesn't. Care. He literally like is like the, the way he talks about death is wild. Like he well, the stuff he does is like he clearly doesn't. Well, he basically said in the interview that I listened to, I think it was with Chris Van Vliet, where he said uh, Blay, where he said, I want to say he said uh, that, like he got into a car accident when he was very young. Yeah, with his uh, with his dad or something, and like almost died. Yeah, and so he just. Felt like he was dead anyways. Well, and no, that's like, why he didn't drink because he was drinking and yeah. driving. Yeah. But the fact that he just has felt dead since he was a child is such a crazy like mentality to go through. Like that's got to be a rough thing to to live with. I mean, I remember when I first met Darby, I was really like, he's one of those guys that he doesn't do this intentionally. I don't, I don't think so. But he kind of gets off the like, is this guy mad at me? Like you know, he's very like he's not warm by any means when yeah. you when you meet him. I don't think he wants to be. No. <laughs> and um, I remember when we met, we were working on a show. It was the first time. It was the first time I was on an MLW show, and we had a scene together at the end, leading to another show. And um, 
and I was going over it with him, and he was just giving me the vibe like I said something. Like I and and then I asked Court Bauer about it afterwards. I was like, is, "Did I do something that, I, that pissed Darby off?" And he said, "No, that's." It's just how he is. He's not mad at you. He's just, no, he even said that in the interview that I listened to. He's like, I just kind of like sit by myself at shows and people think I'm mad at them, but it's just kind of like I'm in my own world. Yeah, and like, it really is. And I was, and we did the show and he was a professional, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's not somebody who's out there to prove or to, I mean, when I say, no, he's got something to prove, but I'm, I don't think he's doing this for the adulation. I don't think he's doing this to be a legend. I really, no, he's not. And that's that's scary. Fuck yeah, that's scary. <laughs> it's super <laughs> scary because you're right. You're, you're he's not. Uh, well, who do you think wins? Hmm. I'm going Darby. I, you're going Joey. I already know. I it. am. I know. I knew you were going to. I am because I think they believe in Joey. But I think they believe in Darby. I too. I think they like Darby right now because I think Cody took a real shine to him after their match. Me too. That's why. I, that's that's the main well, that's reason I person, lead towards though. Darby. There's two though. other people. Making these decisions. Well, three other people. Four. Yeah. It's a lot of people making decisions. But I just think that they... Mm, it's tough. If I were in charge, I would book Joey to win. Because I think yeah. Joey has potential to be one of the big... A big deal for them. I think that the, the indie wrestling community, as much as they love Darby Allen, they love Joey Janela. Like, they this idolize Joey Janela. This is so fucked up, but it's good. Like, and, cause, but he could be... If he gets in, if he gets in great shape, and I'm not saying he's a slob right now, but he's definitely not jacked, you know. And he'll admit that. And but if he got in great shape and like just kept going with this whole thing he's doing, he could really be like if Shawn Michaels was do- dumped in like toxic neo waste, you know. <laughs> I think he could. I don't know. That's 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 a that's a high comparison. But Shawn Michaels is my favorite wrestler of all Character time. Character wise, I'm not talking in ring. I'm not talking in ring thing. <laughs> the heartbreak kid dipped in acid. I mean, it's definitely a comparison. <laughs> it is. It is comparing two things. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just think, I'm, like I said, I'm not comparing. I'm not saying in ring ability. Yeah, because yeah. It's night and day. But I'm saying like. That whole, especially young, early '90s Sean. Because my, for, <laughs> I, I was mean, but like my mind goes to him being like a Sandman type guy, and Sandman and Shawn Michaels are so different. But than like each I other. said, he's 100 percent nowadays better worker than Sandman ever is. Well, yeah, of course. And I think I don't know, dude. I think that if he just kept going, he's not there. He's not there yet. Yeah, not by no means. But if he just keeps going, keeps working, like if he if he was thrown into the performance center, I think we could get that. I that's an interesting it's an interesting comparison. I don't know. I I, I don't know. If I, I think somebody will get. I think somebody at home will understand what I'm trying to say. You are basically saying that he could be the heartthrob kind of. In a way, like like a New Jersey heartthrob almost. Like because some girls like him, dude. Like some girls like him. Yeah, and like it's not because he's ha- like a chiseled, handsome man. It's because he's like, like he's got like a, he's 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 he's, he's kind of like he reminds me of the guy in Stranger Things who like was hooking up with the milfs, the older brother. Yeah, he he has like that kind of vibe That's what too, I'm for saying. sure. Yeah, like he's like he's. So I guess like, I kind I. I, I in a roundabout way, I think I get where you're That's going what with saying. it. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's not going to be a heartthrob by no means in the traditional sense. Yeah. Not at all. That's yeah. not my point. I just think that if they did it right 
and Joey's going to love hearing this. Yeah, he, he, he hears that, he'll love it. <laughs> but um, I just think that, he, it, like, if he really, like, did it and worked on his body, like, got chiseled, like, I think I think girls would go crazy. Like, just, like, him with the sunglasses, fucking just, like, tidy whities hanging out with a cigarette, girls would go nuts. I agree with you in that aspect. So I guess... All right, I, I think I get where you're going with it, so I'll, I'll agree with you in that aspect because there are he definitely, yeah, definitely not to the same uh, broad audience no. that uh, Shawn Michaels. No, but uh, but yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying for, for sure. A new generation, for a new generation of girls who like that kind of thing. Yes, yes, and, there are, and they exist. I like the guy who's gonna blow smoke in their face. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, he was so sick that day. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, st- I'm still going to go Darby Allen. You got Joey Janela on that one. Uh, best friends versus the Dark Order for a bye in the AEW World Tag Team Championship Tournament. Uh, well, I want the best friends to win, but I really got to see. I, I think that I, I'm still, I don't know. I wasn't familiar with their work in the indies, so I can't really say. But um, When they were Super Smash Brothers? Yeah. I haven't been super impressed with the presentation of the of of the Dark Order yet. Did you like their match, or and just not the yeah. rest of the Gaga like around? When they it? were in the four way, like the four way yes. tag. I mean, they were there. <laughs> okay, but it's hard to really shine. Totally, like in a four way. There's like there's so many people. Yeah, you know, and, and so I don't think I haven't really judged them yet. But they haven't. Uh, I mean, also I got to see them work together, and it's just it, it's. I'm not even gonna say that because that's just rude. Um, but that's polite of you. Yeah, to hold to they, refrain. They didn't say anything to me. I'm not gonna say anything. To you. <laughs> well, what I was gonna say with them is <coughs> with these two teams is <coughs> excuse me is you would think best friends of kind of like I feel like they've lost like every match they've had in AEW. They lost to El Fantasmo and um, well, that's. Elfantas was not in AEW. Who am I thinking of? You think of Angelico? Angelico, yeah. I'm sorry. No wonder I was. I was like, that doesn't look like that guy. I, I, I confused the two. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was like thinking, I was like, wait, what? My turn? Because I know people were kind of upset at Elfantas. Yeah, people were talking about his whole autistic assassin yeah, comment, he apo- which he apologized. He did, which was good of him. Yes. Um, but but with with best friends, they've kind of lost. I feel. A right? lot because they're the com- they're the comedy guys right now. They're the comedy guys, and they were kind of like not even going to be on the main show. Back, you know, I think it was for Double or Nothing, and yeah, then they got they on like, the main they show, had to do like a botched kidnapping. Yeah, and all that. I just so I would I would like to see them get a win, but similar to like we were saying with the Fiend at this point, you know, they they've been really putting some some juice into the Dark Order, like yeah. attacks, vignettes. They're not like I said. I want the best friend to win, but. The best friends to win, but it's it's, it's not be, the right choice. No, it's not the right choice. No. Uh, so yeah, I think we're both on the dark order. I <laughs> hope the dark order impresses me. I mean, they don't owe it to me, but I'm. <laughs> I hope they I impress hope. me with my monocle. <laughs> um, I hope I, I hope they turn it up because I would love to see it. Uh, honestly, Super Smash Brothers are awesome. Uh, so I mean, people like them. They're yeah. obviously talented. I just haven't seen anything in the presentation yet. Like, because I wish that I wish they were explained a little more. Me too. Because what not, is it's it? It's a little confusing. Like, what is it? You know? Like, well, who are these people that they sit on? You know? I like, think it would be less confusing if um, 
uh, player dose Stu Grayson if Stu matched the vibe. But he, he doesn't. doesn't. He looks like he's a Highlander That's hanging exactly out with him. exactly what I was going to say. And I'm so oh, glad. That's you, the rude thing that you didn't want to say? It was more so. Because it looked like, you I know. in a more polite way. Because you know what? You know when you see a guy that works in a mask that usually doesn't work in a mask. Like, they stick out. Yeah. Like, their bodies don't look right, mm-hmm. you know? And when I see them, I'm like. Especially the one that, like, the, not the bigger one, but the tall, skinny Stu, one. Stu, yeah. Yeah, the tall, finner, more fit Even one. Even his name! You go, his name's Stu Grayson. And he wears a mask. No, he's not wearing a mask. He has the face paint. Oh, I know. And then I thought they both wear masks. Player Dose wears the mask. Yes. Um, and then, like, it, the, the names don't make sense. The names don't make sense. Um, it's, uh, it's, I, just, I guess that's what I'm asking for. It's just a little more elaboration on the characters. Well, it's one of those things where, I, to me, I, I, you gave them a new name anyways... Can you like, like, do some molding here? Yeah, like, give it some meat. Give it something, because yeah, I a hundred percent agree with you. I actually love everything that Player Dose That's, is doing. Like, I or would, see Player Uno. I always forget shit. Like I when I see, uh, like when I see people love like all the bat Player Uno, the, the sorry. Super Smash, uh, the Super Bash, or the, the Super Smash Brothers, like named out of the game. Yes, and they were Player Uno and Player Dose. Oh, that makes sense. But like when they were like everybody when they said they were signed to AEW, they're like, oh, that's the the greatest. I love them together. And I was like, oh. And when they debuted, they debuted. You know, their their debut is what it was. You know, like it, uh, it's just you know, it's kind of weird to debut an act that is not known hugely. Yeah. In such a way. You and, know? and and not to and to not explain it for this long. Like yeah. like it, it hasn't made sense. No. I, it hasn't made sense. Like to somebody whatsoever. Like you. An entry guy, yeah. you know, is trying to understand who these people are. See, that's another thing that they haven't really done yet. They haven't really explained, like, what these people are after, who they are, what they're about. Well, I'm really hoping that changes with the first episode of the I show. I hope so, too. Because that's really what I've been I've, – I've, I've refrained from – Complaining about those things because You're right, I feel they like haven't had their, they haven't they had their have TV to, show. If, yeah. if the TV sh- they don't do the TV show, then I have a problem with it, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's like most of the people watching the things they're doing right now are already familiar with them. Mm-hmm. Like they, like it's largely the indie crowd who's following these people, yeah. and so it's like they know what these people are doing. They know these people's characters. They know they're catering to the audience they already have. Um, but I feel like you can do that once TV starts. You have to explain all these people. You have to try and bring like, new who people are in. the young bucks? Why do they act this way? Yeah. You know, like totally. Why is Cody Rhodes the throne destroyer? Like, what does that mean? You know, like, well, it, yeah, I agree. I'm hoping it's a lot of documentary like content for the first little bit. I, I, I think that, I think that will be something that would help it a little bit because i already like the kind of road to all out road to double or nothing all those kinds of shows it's harder when you gotta look for it you know like on youtube and yeah i was acting like finding something on youtube is hard but you know it's like still yeah it's going to a computer as opposed to watching it on tv totally yeah no absolutely i mean i mean like even nxt uk it's not hard to find but people are watching a little less because it just and falls like, by the oh, wayside. you can watch it on your phone. You're going to sit down and watch 25 minutes of a YouTube video on your phone. I think there are people who do that. That's crazy. It's crazy to me too. I, I I'll sometimes watch like on my like a, a thing while I'm like on in the bathroom or something. Yeah, but like, like sitting down like for <laughs> so long, can't do it. Very no. frustrating. Um, okay, uh, Cody versus Sean Spears. They each get one person in their corner. I think Cody wins. You think? Yes. I have. I have. More does, I, honestly, I don't. I, I don't know what more of this story there needs to be. Here's my prediction: If it's not Cody, okay, it, 
So my prediction is Arn Anderson is the person who is in Cody's corner. Okay. They each have their own horsemen backing them. And you, you mentioned this, and then Arn turns on Cody. That's the one that makes sense, right? If that happens, but then so then there's, there's and like then a, there's maybe like a new horseman with, in with, a, Sean? with Sean Spears. And wow, what a what a three sixty that's been. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Or one eighty. 360 is just back. back to where he started. Yeah, 180. Yeah, 180. I got what you meant. Uh, that that to me seems to make the most sense. Um, if Arn, I mean, it's, it yeah it could happen, but I I just don't know. I I, I mean, I I think the build for this, uh, uh, but also again, the addition of Arn could change that. But I just think that the story is like good for this. You know, like you don't think it's got legs to continue on after. I don't, you know, but also at the same time, I don't think they th- feel that way about Sean. You know, they haven't really been talking about him like he's. Oh, well, that whole good hand thing was to build yeah. to this storyline. That comment now, clearly, yeah. I don't I, know. Do, so you, I'm, I don't. I'm going Sean Spears. I think that Cody beat Dustin. He beat Darby. He beat Darby. Well, no, no, no. Wasn't it a draw uh, between them? I thought he beat him. Did he beat him? I thought it was a draw. Didn't oh, they go to a draw like, and the then time, Sean Spears? Time, it, the time limit draw yeah. and then Sean Spears came out, hit him with the chair. Um, yeah, I'm going, I'm going Sean Spears here. I feel like Cody's had all this juice since leaving WWE. He started all this stuff, and he wants to get back to the guy who – helped him when he first came into the business. So to me, I feel like Cody lets Sean Spears go over because Sean Spears needs the win way more than Cody does. Like Cody gains nothing from a win over Sean Spears. Zero. Absolutely nothing. And if anything, it, 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 it's a bad sign of things to come for Sean Spears' future in AEW where he's like, oh, I left WWE where I'm losing all the time. And then he goes to AEW and he's like, back to where he was. You know. So I feel like if they want to catapult him and show that like, hey – he, he's guys good. who were nothing in WWE, yeah. they can be something here. You got to have him win. Yeah, I see that. I mean, you're convincing me all these. Other <laughs> I'm really yeah. good at debating, Jamie. I'm really good at uh, yeah. at discussing these types of things. Uh, so I'm going Sean Spears. That's fair. I talked you into uh, it too. Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm, I, what can I do? I'm I'm a convincing man, Jamie. Uh, Pentagon Junior and Phoenix. The guys on your sweaty shirt uh, versus the Young Bucks for the AAA Tag Team titles in a ladder match. Uh, what do you think is happening? I, I, I'll start it here so you don't have to change your mind. We'll see if you go along with me. Um, I'm going Pentagon Jr. and Phoenix are retaining. I do, too. I do, too, because I think oh, for a few reasons. Um, Bucks have been on fire. They haven't lost. I don't think they've lost. Did they lose at Fighter Fest? Fighter Fest. Was also against because no, no. they beat Cody and Dustin, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They did. Yes, they yeah, did. yeah, yeah. And then they won at Double or Nothing as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. So they've got a pretty good record yep. right now. And also, I think that they, I, I just think this whole AAA title thing is I, I don't temporary. Think, yeah, I don't think they need it anymore. I think they need to get their own tag titles. You know, and well, th- that's actually the reason I chose. Pentagon Jr. Yeah. And, and, and Phoenix they as well. They can take it and take it back to Mexico. They take their yeah. titles back to Mexico, and then uh, on the first episode of AEW's TNT show, that's when the, they're going to start the tournament anyways for yeah. the AEW tag and team also, titles. it would be so, like, how, like how, as good as they are, as great as they are, 
Wouldn't it be kind of like, well, of course they're the tag team champions. Yes. You know, like, like it's... Well... Because they've won everything, you know? Like, I think they're going to be the tag team champions. Eventually. No, I think they'll be the first AEW. Really? Team. You don't think they'll be the first AEW tag team champions? It would be pretty... I don't know. It'd be pretty predictable, dude. Well, I just go... Okay, yes, maybe so. But I think of, like, if you're... If you're trying to get a new company off the ground, wouldn't you want to put the most successful? Of course, who are going to lead you to success I mean, in the title positions? True, but I think that if you really want to push it, like just give it to somebody like that that even the indie guys didn't expect. You know, I, I think start fresh. I feel like you have the young bucks have to like build up those titles with like a bunch of dope matches until one yeah, team I mean, can finally great. vanquish Obvious, the great I'm not young saying bucks. Like they're, they're, and then they can fade off into the into the backstage area and be used less. But I feel like to get off the ground, it's gonna be like, well, who's these young bucks guys everyone's been talking about? Why are these guys with shirts and hot topic? Why does everybody losing, you talk say from a different voice talk like that? Right? That's, that's how I hear the world. <laughs> that's how I hear everybody. It sounds like that. <laughs> uh, but I, but yeah, I just, I just think that. You gotta have the Young Bucks be the first AEW tag team champion. Uh, I don't, I don't agree. Okay, who would you put as the first AEW tag team champions then? Hmm. Do you think they go with like a boy and his dinosaur? Since they're kind of like think, it gives them something no, to do. No, too young. I think it's too early. You really got to get. Well, put them in the picture first, mm-hmm. then have them chase it. Mm-hmm. Then it's a great hooray when they win. I'm just trying to think of who all the other teams. Think, yeah, there's the best friends. There's the Dark Order. There's the Bucks. There's uh, part private party, which private uh, party could work too, dude. And Helico and Jack Evans, best friends, the Brotherhood, the Dark Order, the Elite. Private party is not a bad choice, dude. Private party, Lucha Bros, SoCal Uncensored, and the Young Bucks. I got to be honest. Private party is not a bad idea. I just look at it in terms of. I look at it in terms of. If you want to stand and be like, hey, we're the alternative to WWE, or, or just like that we're like the cool opposite of WWE, you have to have big names I mean, in those get positions. It. Nobody's I mean, heard like, of Okay, party. well, we need people to come watch WCW, and we just signed Hulk Hogan. Let's give him the first thing we do, let's give him the belt. I get it. I get it. But but it's even different than that because the Young Bucks aren't coming from WWE. They're the counterculture. They're yeah. the one. They're who this. This all happened because of the Young Bucks, mm-hmm. in my opinion, at least. Like, this would never happen if the Young Bucks hadn't started being the elite and, and all that. So, I, you got to give it to them. That's mine. That's me. That's okay. me. I, I, that's my guess. Um, but, yeah, we both, Pentagon Jr. and Phoenix yes. retaining. Uh, Kenny Omega versus Pac. Well. <laughs> <laughs> now that we, we discussed the other stuff earlier. Um, I... Um... I really don't know, man, because there's no real build towards this one. It's tough. That is the real reason. It's, the, it's really the hard part to pick because you, where are they going with this? Yeah, I mean, like, is because is Pog even going to be a full time roster member? Doesn't seem like it, not yet, at least. And he's been on the roster page this whole time. He has, been. and they, he was at the first press conference. But they haven't announced his like contract or anything. No, and. Um, I mean, if obviously if it was if Pac was sticking around, then that would help my decision maybe a little more. But um, I mean, I don't know. I feel like give the first one to Pac, have three of them, give it a rubber match. But do you? Uh, this is where I've been struggling on this one too, the whole card because I because go, I think I think those two together have them go eight times, dude. Yeah, agreed, agreed, absolutely. I. Similar to how I feel about the Young Bucks, 
I feel like Kenny Omega was supposed to be your star. Yeah. Kenny Omega was supposed to be like the guy you stole from WWE. The guy who said no to start his own company if with these guys. something was on the line, yes. But the whole point of this company is wins and losses matter. That's true, and he has lost. And he keeps time. losing. Yeah. And I go, how is he the top guy I, in the company? I, I if- agree. I, that's why it's tough, though, because there's great points on each side. Yeah, no, totally. I, that, that's why I've had trouble pinpointing because this one. yes, you want to establish Kenny as the guy, the guy, but also you really they seem to really want to establish that this pot guy is not one to mess with. The bastard, yeah. definitely. And then you don't want to defang him so early. But to me, the and I could be wrong here, obviously. But to me, and maybe this is just my old wrestling my like like the way I viewed wrestling always. To me, you should start. The, fir- the first episode of AEW on TNT should start the build to Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho for the AEW title. Because while they've had feuds for New Japan, in New Japan and even for Double or Nothing, they haven't had a weekly television show to build their feud once yet. Where like no. they could do something really cool with a weekly television show. And you would think that that's the money match for AEW for their AEW world title. So you would think... Chris Jericho wins the main event, Kenny Omega beats Pac, and they kick off their feud. I mean, that makes sense, too, but also at the same time, it, it makes sense. Just It makes just as much sense making Pac, like, a viable threat. Like, mm-hmm. he's here, and he beats Kenny. Not only that beats Kenny, but in a viable fashion, too. Mm-hmm. That really makes somebody, I think. Because Kenny can recover from a loss. Even these many. I yeah. So. Yeah. No, uh, his pedigree I, allows that. I, it's funny. I don't know if I agree on his pedigree allowing that as much, just because I, I go. There are a lot of people who have no idea who Kenny Omega is mm-hmm. that, that love wrestling, that consume it every day, that don't haven't seen one Kenny then, Omega. But match. Yeah, you say that, but then you also get, you got Cody Rhodes over here saying, "I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm taking care of our audience." That's also a very good point. That they're not. Tr- they're not really. Tr- yeah, they're not really trying to get the mainstream. It's also a good point. So then do you think it's do you, do you think it makes more sense for then Paige to win the title and Pac to win this match? And the first AEW feud is Pac and Paige? Like they were trying to do Maybe for a double or nothing? Maybe. And I mean, show like young guys instead of That's what of, I'm saying. Like cause then because as much as they love WCW, I know they don't want to make the same mistakes. And hiring Chris Jericho was not a mistake by any means whatsoever. No. It was the greatest thing we could have done. I just think that if they put a belt, a fresh company, brand new, and your first champion, as great as Chris Jericho is, he's in his, what, late 40s, early 50s? You know? like and as great as he is, you know, it's not a picture of youth. My opinion. No, no, totally. I, it's it, trust me. This is, and I'm and I'm not trying to. Get this is the nerdiest. This is the nerdiest thing that I debate in my head about for all the time. Like I'm like, what's what's better? What's better? Cause, yeah, because I, I I feel like these two matches. Do you need the name, which is the proven name, which uh-huh. is Jericho. Jericho. Or do you want to be like, hey, we're fresh, we're new. Like this is our this is our guy. I feel like Jericho is more important. That's just me, but I also think in terms of like the 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 gen, the, the, the the casual fan, whether that's a thing or not. 
to me, I think that's yeah. the most important. It thing. would be interesting. I mean, like if you are somebody who has tuned out of wrestling for a long time and you loved Chris Jericho and you were mad that Jericho never really got a ton of like world title mm-hmm. runs in WWE and you go, wait, what? Chris Jericho's a world champion in this other company? That's pretty cool. I'm going to go check that out. I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of like Kurt Angle. When Kurt Angle went to TNA and everyone heard Kurt Angle was in TNA, a lot of people switched over to, like, what's this thing of Kurt Angle and all, wrestling all these younger guys? Smojo, AJ Styles, all that kind of stuff. So I feel like the smart bet is to put the vet there. Maybe. Right? Maybe. Maybe. I still, I still think that there's a... Uh... I still think uh, well, uh, we're we're so ahead of just the Pac and Kenny match right now. Well, oh, I know. Trust me. I, uh, but I, I, it's hard to be. It's hard for me to discuss the Kenny Omega Pac match without, without discussing yeah. the Chris Jericho and Page match because I feel like they directly uh, correlate because one, they're good. Whoever is the winners of these matches, you would think are going to be the next to kind of mm-hmm. bat, you know, butt heads, unless Moxley goes back to another. Kenny Omega goes back to feud with Moxley on TV. And it's he's out because we'll get that. Time. It's so it's such a fun idea, you know. One of the top guys in WWE versus the top guy in New Japan. You yes, know? that's a great match. Totally, like that's real life DC versus Marvel. Hundred percent. You know, yes. And and I think that there there's so much money on the table for them not to do this again. Like See, that's why I think the smart money is to have Jericho win. Kenny beat Kenny, Kenny beat Jericho for the title next. And then when Dean Am- and then Dean Ambrose returns, attacks Kenny, and now it's for the title, and they can actually build up to it. Pac is somehow received as a face, beats Kenny, Jericho wins, and and uh, Pac, Pac is Jericho. The, yeah, Pac is the face. I'm not. I'm not against that either. I mean, I. I, I I people are cheering for Fox. Yeah, bastard character. People yeah, love people it. like it. Yeah, people love it. Uh, it's not out of the realm of possibility, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then you go back to Omega and Moxley. I also think we're getting a, a Adam Page turn soon. I don't know if you watched the full Being the Elite this week, and the audio was all fucked up on the segment. Oh, I'm trying so hard not to cuss on here because my dad told me not to. Sorry, Scott Sadden. There's a sign right there. Oh yes, I know. I've gotten really good at I, it. I can't say nothing. I've been doing that. All I know time. you. You inspired me. But um, did you not notice on being the elite this week? No, and I watched it when Paige approached the Bucks and asked if he if they would be ringside for his title match, and they were like, "Hey man, like we'd love." He's like, kind of like you guys used yeah, to do yeah, for yeah. Kenny, you know, like you cover me, and and they were like, "Hey man, like we'd love to, but like we got to be backstage. We have our match to yeah. focus on. We have all these things to focus on." And he was like, "Oh yeah." No, no, no problem, no problem. And he kind of looked like it made him sad. To me, that was they were trying to set up something with that. Uh, yeah, well, I think you know, it's not as fun when everybody you know you think they're all friends. You know, no, and they're already running into this problem of like, even in that being the elite segment, or was it Road to All Out? One of the two. When they, I think it was being the elite when they were doing the thing where they're backstage, or no, they're at the AEW headquarters and they're talking about how hard it is to book. Or what they're going to do to book the the next, like who they're going to book to replace mm-hmm. Moxley. And I was watching it going, they need, they badly need an authority figure. This isn't going to work where like no, they're wrestlers and in charge. It's going to be confusing. And then they're like hanging out with each other on Instagram and stuff. It's, totally. It's yeah. going to, it's going to create like a weird yeah. uh, narrative. I mean, then we're falling into that whole trap. Well, they're performance artists. So let's, let's, let's not touch on that. Right true. Now. True. Um, but yeah, I think, I'll just combine them all. I think Kenny Omega wins 
Kenny Omega beats Pac. I think Chris Jericho beats Paige. Paige, sad over the loss and not fulfilling his promise of being the first AEW champion, takes his anger out on the Bucks and Kenny Omega and and Cody. And maybe then we even get a Cody versus Hangman Page feud once TV starts and Page turns, and, and and then we kind of break up the elite a little bit as we start. this far ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you got a headache just thinking about it? Yeah. Uh, who, okay, so Kenny versus Mega versus Pac. Final answer. Who do you think? I want Pac to win. Pac to win. Yeah. AEW World Championship. Uh, Jericho. Jericho. Yeah. Jericho versus Pac after, like you said? Yeah, because, you know, then I'm thinking back to my old Booker mentality. The baby face is always better when they're chasing, and this is that case. All right. I like it. Uh, I want to hear from you guys, though. Make sure you guys hit up the comments below. Tell me who you guys think are going to win these matches. Tell me what you think about all these top stories of the week. Uh, do you want to see Enzo and Cass return to WWE? Uh, do you want to see The Fiend in a title match? Or do you hope that he's just in a Hell in a Cell match without a title behind it? What do you think about Superhuman? Tell me all of it in the comments below. And while you're here, make sure you like the video. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. All that stuff. It helps keep the lights on here. I appreciate it very much. Jamie, where can people find you at? Oh, yeah. You can find me on Twitter at J-A-M-I-E underscore I-O-V-I-N-E or on Instagram at J-A-M-I-E-I-O-V-I-N-E. Uh, you can check me and my upper class family out every every weekend. It's Saturdays now uh, on Fight as well as other street, uh, like K-Doc and um, other uh, – K- was it K-Doc? K-D-O-C, no. yeah. K- yep, yep. And other, um, and other platforms as yeah. well. No, it's actually – I think it's like in – I saw Dave announce a new place in Scotland. Yeah, there is. There was a new one. I, I think Houston. Houston? Houston? Yeah, Houston, that's what I was going to say, too. Yeah. yeah. So we'll be, we're coming to Houston fairly soon. And uh, and also, hey, if you you know about those uh, chalk, those pants I did with Chalkline, the uh, Superstar Entrance Pants, they are uh, – we have the current the, – the, currently the only product out we have. We have more coming, but the Bret Hart ones, they sold out. Well, oh, cool. Yeah, uh, except for a few XLs on the shop. So only XL is available on WWE shop. But – have no fear. Chalkline has restocked on their website. So if you want to get some of those Bret Hart pants, go to Chalkline. Uh, go to Chalkline's website. And I don't want to just say Chalkline.com because that might not be it. It's, I don't <laughs> think it is. I've looked for them before. They yeah, have confusing URLs. Yeah, so look up Chalkline. It's not hard to find. And uh, buy those pants. They're fun. They're comfy. And uh, What was that cool thing? You posted a really cool network this week, too. Like that you were selling. Like a toy. Was there some kind of action figure? That you were selling recently on maybe I'm wrong. I gotta go look at your pictures. I remember being like, that's really cool, a thing that you posted this week we, that we you do guys few, were selling. We do a few collectibles, so I don't know. Maybe it was that Joker thing you teased. I forget what it was. I gotta go back and look. But yeah, well, make sure you guys check well, out the network as well. Yeah, well I can't say much about that. Well, I'm just you teased it. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's a tease. <laughs> Uh, ProWrestlingSheet.com, that's the website where you can find all top stories in the world of professional wrestling throughout the week. Like I said, YouTube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet. That's where all the videos are at and all the podcasts. The audio of all these shows can be found in the podcast feed. It's, available. It's, it's on all the major podcast platforms, so just search Wrestling Sheet Radio. Okay, that's it. We're done. Officially tapping out for now. Until next time, stay out of the dirt and keep your eye on the sheet. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP. But don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. 
Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General States pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20. Stay little chico, pit bull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide. And I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive. Brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game. So that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 